Welcome to New Jump City, everybody, where we recap the week in American and Japanese sequential art. I'm your host, Christian, the unbiased king. Espinal. And joining me in person, it is the man, the myth, the legend. It is Joshua. Gangsta time goes. It's called partner, but it should be called gangsta time. What's good, everybody? Hey, buddy. Oh, my God. Oh, you came in a little low there. Let me see if I can fix your mic. Uh, also joining us in the meantime is uh, the disembodied voice of our producer. It is Edgelord Big News Brian. What's up, nerds? Hey. Oh, yeah. We're back uh, after uh, a short, short break. We're back to do uh, the monthly series. Uh, we got three, of course, as per usual. So uh, let's not waste any time. Let's get right into it. You can find me at the Chris Espinal on Twitter and Instagram. Joshua Cole. Where can they find you? At JD Cole underscore 37. That's on Instagram. And um, on Twitter, you can find me at NY Chillin with an E-N, not an I-N-G. Oh, yeah. Brian? Brian, are you there? Find me at, yeah, sorry. I was coughing a bit. You can find me at B.ESP on both Instagram and Twitter. And if you ever want to catch me when I'm streaming, you can find me at twitch.tv slash it's punchline whenever I get a computer. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, in the meantime, uh, follow his social so he can let you know when he's streaming. Uh, you can find the show itself at New Jump City on Twitter and Instagram. Follow us on Twitter, especially because we do a really good chapter of the week poll that usually goes up uh, when the chapters drop on Viz on Sunday, like a couple hours after. So cast your vote. Let us know what you think about your favorite chapter on that. Uh, you can email us at newjumpcitypod at gmail.com with any questions, suggestions, anything you guys want to hear from us on the show. Uh, we would gladly appreciate it. Uh, you can follow, subscribe, all of the things on YouTube. Give us a like, share the podcast. Um, we've been growing a little bit and we'd like to keep the growing going. So let us know. Uh, do the thing. Comment on uh, your thoughts of whatever we're talking about today or in the future uh you can uh, also subscribe to us on itunes spotify google podcast pandora wherever you listen to podcasts we are on there so check us out and um yeah without further ado that's about it for now let's get into the show world trigger before we begin i have a quick question for those listening in the comment section or via email um tell us what is your favorite grouping um out of the available groups right now in world trigger that's being tested um and why um and if you don't have a favorite group how about you tell me your least favorite and why yeah definitely do that my favorite is um sewer squad obviously because makumo's in it and um i like the girl a lot uh that i don't i like her so much i don't remember her name katori katori (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah no uh, they're my favorite i like the dynamic and i want to see how um how each of the characters in the squad grow even og the sniper yeah, no, I'm uh, I'm also on the Sua Squad train, uh, just because I like Sua, like right. Sua's really like showing out this arc. So, uh, I'm enjoying watching him be a leader and all that stuff. Right, Brian, what's your favorite pairing? Do you have like a favorite grouping of 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 uh, border people? Um, Sua Squad is my favorite so far. Right, I'm right. Just, we all. I'm honest- I want to see more out of um, Nino Mia squad. Right, I want to see more me too. From that. that was going to be my, my thing. That's my second favorite um, um, squad to as far as where I'm most interested in. That's how I guess I really frame the question: What squad are you guys most interested in? Mm. Yeah, I feel like I'm most interested in Nino Mia squad just because you know he had to have constructed that team for a reason. You know, like 
he he definitely put that shit together with an idea in mind, and we still haven't seen it yet. Aside like, from just straight really blackmail, seen... huh? Aside from just blackmail, yeah, that. Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> the only thing we've really seen from it is him kind of fucking, uh, you know, getting on and what's his name, Emma, Emma, yeah, Emma, Emma yeah, Emma, Emma's case and all that shit, like, but. I'm really curious to see what his plan is with that squad. Yeah, I think I think he just like picked them because they're not going to argue with him because he's got Chica on that squad who's not going to like debate him. She is subordinate. Yeah, he, she, he, I think he just picked the people who are most likely to just do what he says and not really put up a fight about it. Um, that's just my take. Um, I think Mizukami's squad is my favorite, like my second favorite. Mm. Uh, and why I, is that, Chris? I don't know. He's just, uh, it's interesting to see him operate. He's very, like, he he's almost kind of like the same kind of controlling, but more like under the radar type of thing. He's not as direct. As far as uh, him and Nina Mia. Yeah. Right, right. And this is Broccoli Head we're talking about. Yeah. He's kind of the one that's doing the, the whole game on his own. Yeah, the Shogi guy. Oh, <laughs> the Shikamaru. Yeah, the Shikamaru of the group. <laughs> but yeah. Anyway. Let's uh let's get into it. This is World Trigger chapter 220 the away mission test part 18. Um and we are about to get the final results for the day uh and overall actually we start with the overall rankings. Uh Sua squad moved up a rank. They are now 10th place out of 11. Shui. Yeah. <laughs> Very excited for Sua Squad. And not only that, they were basically, uh, they in the uh, day rankings, like just taking into account the points they earned that day, they were fourth place. And uh, mostly because of Osamu coming through with the big brain, galaxy brain fucking answers on the test. Many ridges. Yeah. <laughs> so many ridges. Uh so yeah, they're there now. Uh, Katori is looking at the uh, where her squad mates are in the rankings. Uh, Rokudera, uh, not Rokudera, Rokuro, and uh, Hana. Hana is in uh, Kitazo's team, so she's like in tenth place in the day rankings. So you know her, both of her teammates are in the bottom two, uh, which kind of bums her out. <laughs> um, you know, it's not great. Uh, but you know, they, they get together to continue talking about, uh, tomorrow, you know, the points for the, uh, battle Sims are doubled in the next day coming. So there's probably going to be a little bit more, uh, focus on that and the next day. And I think that's when they're just going to throw some more fuckery at them to kind of like put the pressure on them in terms of the battle Sims. Um, cause they're not just going to make them do battle Sims all day, I guess mm. I bet. Um, everybody's just looking at Mizukami's squad being like, damn, he is dominating right here. Like, they're close in the rankings because, like, by a couple, like, hundred points or so, but Mizukami's squad is, like, head and shoulders above everyone else. Yeah, yeah. Uh, even second place, like, over a hundred points more. Yeah. Where everybody else is probably, like, you know, no more than, like, 10 or 20 points. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. Um, they also learned that they can see the information, uh, of the data that they accumulated over the enemies that they faced. So I guess like this would allow them to like plan their strategies a little better, knowing what their enemies are capable of, because Mm -hmm. usually they just, I guess, gone into this blind uh, in terms of the enemy's skill set. So, and it's not, I I feel like it's, this is what's implied, right? Like, even though the wording is 
actually much more ambiguous than I than I'm used to when it comes to World Trigger. But you know, when they talk about when they're like, "Oh, I'm not sure," like what that what the missing things represents as far as what's shown and what's not. All that really means is that's what they've shown so far. Mm-hmm. All the information there is based off of what they've done in their battles. So if they didn't show all these skills, you know what I'm saying? It's still a mystery. Yeah. So that's part of the strategy too, to not, you know, play your whole hand, especially early on. That's why most of the, you know what I'm saying? I'm sure by the time the second and third round rolls around, everyone's going to use their ace at some point. Yeah. Except for Mizukami. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to be good. Yeah. Most of the game. Basically. But yeah, that's a good way to put it. Um, they're hoping that more information will be available to them as the game continues, but they don't know. Uh, at the end of the day, they're just congratulating each other for actually like going up a step. Um, and uh, it's dinner time, basically, uh, across the league here. Um, meanwhile, in Murakami's squad, um, they're just... Oh, no, not Murakami. Yeah, Murakami. So I thought I said Mizukami. My bad. Uh, Murakami squad is uh, pretty satisfied that they made it. You know, they didn't do great on the special exam, but they... They made it far enough. Um, I don't know where they rank exactly in terms of the day. Yeah, Murakami's fifth, tied for fifth place with uh, two other squads. Um, I believe the operator of this group uh, actually like raises her hands and is like, wait, we should probably strategize for tomorrow because we don't know what's going to happen. We don't know if they're going to toss another special assignment at us. Right. So we should decide that now, especially being as if they really couldn't decide uh, earlier on. Uh before you press forward, there was a um a, a question brought up, right? Which we already know what the case is with Mizukami, but the the operator in Sua Squad, um, you know, while they were still talking about the information that they gotten and they was breaking it down, they was they you know with Mizukami being head and shoulders ahead of everybody else, it shows that not only were they you know like violating everybody in the um in the in the battles. All of the work is getting done super efficiently mm. and like, you know what I'm saying? Faster than anybody else. So people are seen in the seats. You know what I'm saying? If that's not obvious, people are already on it. And I believe, I think it's, I don't think it's here, but later on, I think Sua makes a point that that's on his mind and that he has some ideas as to why that's happening. And I mean, writing's on the wall. I think, I think they know what's going on. It's going to be interesting to see how they go about um, challenging that. Yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, back to, uh, Murakami's squad, uh, as they're discussing as to like what to do really, uh, the operator opens up like a calm cause they can like talk to each other like non-verbally as well through try on bodies. Um, and the operator actually kind of coaches Murakami to kind of do kind of what she wants. She kind of like takes the reins a little bit and, um, she basically sa- tells him to say, to ask her what she thinks so that she has, um, uh, an avenue to speak at this moment just to get everybody's attention like towards her because he's the leader you know obviously they'll do what he says right um and she uh she volunteers kurauchi should be the one to handle the next special assignment if there is one uh and kumagai can control the units in battle um because uh because kurauchi uses different a variety of bullets like Kumagai can basically use him as she would a Nasu unit uh, because they both use special bullets. Uh, it's it's a similar thing. She can probably get the grasp of it pretty easily. Um, but 
Yeah, she's basically saying rather than focus on individual units, you may find it easier to think about the broader team th- tactics. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, good uh, point. Yeah, and uh, she basically tells Murakami to be like, "If you agree with me, then say let's go with that plan." <laughs> yeah, I like that a lot. <laughs> I like that she's trying to like she's she's helping him and helping herself out at the same time because she doesn't want it. Does she doesn't want to make it seem as if she's taking control of the team away from Murakami mm-hmm. but she, you know while at the same time instilling confidence like hey you know this is how you should go about it it's just it's just super healthy well, you know a lot of the same stuff we always enjoy World Trigger for you know because yeah. nobody here is a goody two shoes they all have the same goal in mind it's, you know what I'm saying no one's here for just the the about goodness sake and being <laughs> friends with everybody she, in her mind, she wants she wants things to be done a certain way. Therefore, she's going to s- communicate with her team members to get things across. Mm-hmm. I love that so much about this series. Yeah, definitely. And um, Murakami is like, yeah, let's go with that. I guess. Right. Um. So they're they're pretty happy about it. He mm-hmm. also says, "My bad." Um. I, towards the end of that conversation, and this is the last thing I want to point out with yeah. the, <laughs> with these pages. Yeah, I was just about to point it out myself. Oh, I think it's interesting. Well, yeah. I just you could I think you could expand more, but you know, um, Murakami makes a point to her to to the girl that was trying to give him advice about being a leader it to say that yo i got it you know you don't got to worry about stressing that anymore that's super important because you know he he took the advice in stride as you know as honestly a leader and leader of communication should when it, you know when someone's explaining how they want things to be communicated um i love the maturity and also shows that, you know, leadership could take many different forms. Yeah, definitely. I think it's interesting that, like, Murakami is not a very loud-spoken person. In fact, like, I remember him in earlier chapters being kind of a sensitive kid, uh, very soft-spoken. Um, and I think, like, it's interesting that his side effect being, like, he goes to sleep and he learns. Not to say that, like, he's going to wake up the next day and be a better leader. Mm. But I think he's very much used to being in a mindset of always like learning and not really having too much of an ego about himself. Uh, I think that's uh, kind of interesting about it because he's got to lose in order to get better in theory, like if he's using a side effect to any uh, extent. For sure. So, yeah, I just think that's an interesting little quirk of his character. And maybe I'm reading into it, but I think like that's a little bit of a subtext that uh, that's going on here. Mm. Uh, meanwhile, Utagawa... Squad is making dinner. Yuma and um, this new character—I forget his name right now—but um, they're uh, they're just kind of talking about it. <laughs> um, this new guy is just like, man, we've really fell apart after the first half of those battle sims. Um, but Yuma is like, yeah, we had a lot of tough squads, you know. Um, we had um, you know, Mia squad and Kodera's group, and um, he's uh, he's actually kind of shocked. He's like, you think? wakamura's team is tough he's like well yeah they have Hughes, you know and he <laughs> knows me yeah he knows me really well um so that's a good thing um but yeah they're basically talking about the sims more than anything else uh so yeah they're just cooking um meanwhile the kid uh on um what's his name kakizaki squad uh you know they're talking about he didn't really do amazing in the special assignment but you know he's um he wants 
like uh, Utagawa is going to give him another shot to do it uh, if they get another one tomorrow. And he's like, yeah, I'll do it. Of course, I'll try even harder. Uh, it's a very uh, sweet little moment because uh, I know these kids are like among the youngest of the border agents. So it's nice right. that there's like this positive reinforcement uh, going on. Uh, meanwhile, in OG squad, um, I the Suji. This is that's this guy. This guy's name. Mm-hmm. Uh, Suji is basically asking Ikoma to take the battle simulation a little more seriously, um, because you know, I guess he's not. <laughs> but at the end of the day, uh, Ikoma's not like really receptive to it. He's kind of like weird like that. Yeah, I mean that was the point. <laughs> it's it's he's he's taking it. He's not taking serious by him not taking it seriously. It's kind of just how he operates in general. Yeah. So that's kind of what he's asking. He's asking him to kind of be above himself, yeah. <laughs> but just this, <laughs> which you know that kind of brings up an interesting uh, uh, point of view because you know someone else on the squad actually says that that's kind of who he is and that's what you. I think I'm repeating myself, but that's what you had to expect. Yeah. And and then OG kind of reinforces that by saying that yeah I put the squad together totally with that intent like not really with the intent to build and improve on whatever but to take it exactly how it is he uses the term fun but to me what that really says is you know really weird and awkward dynamics having to clash I mean look at these personalities yeah <laughs> I remember Suji not being very good like around girls. OG don't even like Ikoma. Yeah, I mean, they fought. You know, they like yeah, they kind of have a natural beef. You know what I'm saying? They 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 have different styles and life and everything. Everything yeah. about them is different. He OG's low key uh, one of my favorite characters. He's not in my top three, but he's like top five, top seven. Yeah, OG's great. He's he's a smart guy. You know, I have an affinity for the intelligent ones. Yeah, and he's re- he really makes a good point about how like. Well, I don't think we need to get fantastic scores all around, you mm-hmm. know. Like, I don't even think the top brass thinks so. And um, the uh, the young blood that, that Josh seems to hate so much is like, wait, you don't really think they care? Uh, and he- <laughs> <laughs> you're right, I do hate <laughs> the prodigy that Josh hates more than anything. <laughs> because, like, how many prodigies are there? No, <laughs> that's not the problem. I think that was part of the problem, though. That it was like, oh, another one, <laughs> another young, no, whatever. Yeah, it's, it's okay. I, I love them all. <laughs> anyway, OG is just like, well, look, think about Tachikawa. He's always on an away mission. He's also the number one agent overall in border. Sure. Can you picture him taking this test? And everybody's like, all the A rank agents are like, no, he's a fucking idiot. Right. right. Like, yeah, good point. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so. Yeah, he's just basically, and OG, I guess, like, gets to the meat about what this is really about, which I agree with. Is right, this, 100%. Yeah. He, he, he's got it. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> so this test is all about how we how we key agents a- uh, tackle challenges and solve problems. That's what I think they're looking for. That, that's it. And, and I mean, the, the, the best evidence to that, in my opinion, is the difference between this and the rank wars. The rank wars obviously test those things as well mm-hmm. but you know more geared towards the combat sense because that's what they had to do fight neighbors this is way more specialized and it it just it makes those it makes that point more obvious like i said yeah definitely um because what else if not fighting what other you know other issues out in the field 
right. issues of chemistry and issues of resourcefulness of 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 you know quick thinking etc cetera, etc cetera. yeah people skills everything outside of fighting right yeah oji's got it he they won yeah <laughs> um, all of them all, all the a-rank ages was like yep yep <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah um there you go yeah. Meanwhile, Kodera squad are kind of like going over their day as well. Um, they got 82 points uh, individual uh, on the special assignment. So, you know, they, they, they're, we're doing good. Um, and Katora thought that it was a 90 point answer for sure. But um, you was wrong. <laughs> Katora, they actually cited Katora last chapter. I remember they like pointed out something yeah. specific she said. So, you know, she did. She was on the right path and 82 is still a great grade. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, is that B minus. Yeah. B. Right. Yeah. Hmm. Any That's teachers so good. out there? Better than a C plus. I would say B plus. B minus is solid. I would say B plus because like 90 would be A, like A minus. I thought 90 is like a B plus, and then like, no, wow. 85. Okay, 80. <laughs> 80 is a B minus. Like seventy nine to eighty one is a B minus, eighty two to like eighty seven <laughs> is a B, eighty eight to like ninety one is is an A, ninety two to ninety nine is a is an A. I said A minus. I meant A minus before. Yeah, and it's an A, and then one hundred to A plus. Yeah, I mean, if there are any okay, teach- there we go. I broke it down. That's what it should be. <laughs> if there are any teachers out there that know. I want to confirm or deny anything we're saying. Please let us know. We'd like to be accurate on this podcast. I know what an F is. <laughs> 55. That's an L. <laughs> yeah. I know that. Yeah. That should be the actual grades. It shouldn't be F anymore. You just put L on the paper. <laughs> Yo ass gay <game> beat. <laughs> oh, my God. Don't let me be a teacher. I'll just put L's on people's papers. You losing your Xbox privileges for a whole month, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's what that means. Well, that's there's uh, Katora's B plus answer, I suppose. Um <laughs> So they're just kind of like figuring out, you know, what to improve. And um, Okudera, I think his name is, um, actually like brings up the ideas like, hey, why don't we just call Azuma and pick his brain? And uh, they're like, I I don't really want to bother another person on a different squad for this. And he's like, nah, he's probably just sitting around. Uh, If you show him you're serious, I bet he'll give you an honest answer. And that's where the chapter ends. I thought. Oh, right. Azuma's with Ninomiya. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's where the chapter ends. He's thought he had his own squad right now, right? Because he's yeah. such a leader. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, that was uh, that was 220. Uh, Josh, what did you think about this chapter? Okay, so what I thought about this chapter, general thoughts, information dump type of chapter, I guess because there's not action, so it's, you know, that, that signature world trigger giving you, you know, peace of the world. Just through uh through characters dialogue, I enjoyed it. Um, but there was I feel like a very clear message in one of the conversations with the team that I you know um that I think is the essence of World Trigger, like I always say. Um, and that's in uh with Murakami's group, right? We was we was breaking it down a little bit earlier, but um I wanted to make um a point to say that you know when they brought up Kumagai. The girl, um, basically taking on a different role, right, in order to just change things up. 
they mentioned that, you know, maybe having to control, you know, more units than just her own and not focus on the actual, like, you know, um, individual, like, step-by-step process of battle, mm-hmm. it would probably help her, right? And maybe um, give her uh, a, a better perspective on the overall pacing of the battle or, you know, I, I, do you mind? You yeah, yeah, go for it, go for it. Yeah, yeah, so... I want to find the actual words they were using. It's like over here, right? So, yeah, they say rather than focusing on individual units, you may find it easier to think about um, broader team tactics. Right, which, you know, some... <laughs> I guess I had to bring the, the the example to, like, video games, right? Like, when I would play, like, competitive Pokemon, right? Some people are really good battlers, like I like to think myself. You know what I'm saying? And some people were really good team builders. And the best players were those that could team build and play at both the high level, right? I've never been that good of a team builder, only because I never applied myself that much to it. And because I had a lot of people that like to build teams and I would just like to play. But with that said, you know, um, there. I started to improve in my play when I started to learn more about the team building aspects. Because, you know, in order to team build, you had to have an an understanding of the metagame, of, like, what people are using, what things you need to look out for or be prepared for, right? And that me learning just a little bit about that aspect of the game improved my battling. Because I felt like my my battling had kind of hit a wall where I wasn't really improving. But then I just, you know, started learning in a different area, and it improved this other area. And I think the word for that, I'm sure there's a better term, but what I want to say is like nonlinear progression, right? Nonlinear improvement. You know, because Kuma has hit a wall combat-wise. That's been the case since we've seen her in her fight against Murakami. That was kind of one of her insecurities that she's just, you know, she second-guesses herself or makes certain mistakes and... You know, people feel like she has a little bit more talent than what she shows. This is the type of thinking that leads to to major improvements, in my opinion. You know, and and, and it's subtle. I mean, you you know, what 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 her focusing on tactics? Maybe she'll just get a better understanding of the flow of battle, and if not, just fighting in general. At least her teammates, so that if she has to go back to just controlling her own single units, she just has better chemistry. You know, that's gonna help her in her in her individual fighting. Yeah, it just works. And then just a uh, second example with Murakami, right? I mean, he was he was he he's not the leader of his team, right? No. The dude, the, the the dude with the lion eyes, the Brock right. looking ass nigga, right? <laughs> he's the leader. You know what I'm saying? But Murakami was always the ace of his squad. But I'm sure maybe in the back of his mind, he he always not in the back of his mind. Maybe he always looked at it like you know I'm just not the leader type. That's not what I am. And you may not feel like you're suited for a certain role, but that doesn't mean you should hold yourself back from learning and improving in those small, you know, in in, in those different areas. Again, that nonlinear improvement so that it can improve what what you are focused on. Just broadening your perspective can help you so much, you know, with many aspects of your life and what you're particularly focused on. Okay, those are all my thoughts for World (laughs) Trade. I just, you know awesome chapter and i really like this exchange with the team as a matter of fact i think this is low-key my second favorite team now whoa yeah nice not need me a squad anymore this is what i'm most focused on nice yeah it was a good moment for them um brian did you have any thoughts about this chapter not really it was a good chapter for me but 
you know, it's it's a it's a classic world trigger chapter. Just a lot of explanations. Yeah, <laughs> these are definitely chapters that are better when the series is weekly. But mm-hmm. uh, we say that a lot around here, and it's mostly because we miss world trigger being weekly. Um, but that being said, I also really enjoyed this chapter. Um, I I really like the. Uh, I hope that we're getting a little bit more into Azuma next chapter because yeah. he's always been just an interesting guy. Used to be a rank number one. Uh, just like used to lead his own squad, and I wonder what happened to the guy because he's such a like sagely fit like presence yeah. among these agents, and I feel like he forms these B rank squads with people he finds a lot of potential in, and he's just training them. Um, it's like like a really good coach, like in um like some kind of sports team, like when you're young, when you're just like you like to help people, like young people along their way and find themselves, and it's. Uh, Azuma will probably, if if everything goes the way I think it is, I think Azuma will end up Loki being one of my favorite characters. Uh, Natural born teacher. Yeah, I really, I just like his vibe. Uh, Same. Yeah, and he's not that old. He's like twenty five, but. And uh, it's like a stark contrast from characters like um 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 the wind the wind sword guy. Uh, Ikoma. No, um, he that's the whirlwind. Uh, the guy with the black trigger. Oh, Jin. Jin. Because, you know, it's funny. Usually in series, they only have room for one of those kind of sagely characters. And they kind of take, you know, they have like a few different roles. But Jin and Azuma are kind of the same while also being different. They both have that sagely, like they know. Like they have, they, they're kind of wiser beyond their years. You could tell when they ask certain questions, like they already know the answers. They're just trying to see how, how you think and they want you to think a certain way. They're both like that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Asuma's much more reserved. And we still need to learn a lot more about him, you know? And I think more, more, I guess, teacherly? That's not a word. <laughs> but he's, he has more of a, you, I feel like Asuma has more of a drive to teach where Jin just kind of does his own thing. You know what I'm saying? But they're both sagely. Yeah. Yeah. They're definitely. both very calm. They're both like calm veteran presences. Like you feel like if they're around, things are going to be okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just want to heal Ashihara cause, so he could do this weekly again. Oh, please, Ashihara, I'm sending my energy. <laughs> Although, I mean, I'm I um I just got Crunchyroll and I have World Triggers anime, like in my queue, because like, I do want to watch like the later seasons because I've only seen the first one where the animation wasn't great, and now I've seen that they've like upgraded it. And I'm like, I just want to support it. So they keep giving him <laughs> these anime. Word. Um, but yeah, World Trigger is great. Not not so much to say about it because, you know, it is just like a lot of dissection. And we already talked a lot about it throughout the recap. So um, without further ado. Oh, also let us know what you guys think, though. If you guys have any thoughts that we haven't touched on, please let us know. Uh, comment below. And uh, we'd love to hear from you guys. Um, with that being said, uh, I suppose we can move on to our next one. <laughs> Boruto. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> I just want to. All right, I, I'm gonna tell you this. Forget about how I feel. How do you feel about this picture? Yeah, I mean, the what color, do you think about the legs? I don't love it. You don't it love is, the legs? Is it, it the is. same issue as as prior? Like, do you feel the same about the legs here that you feel about the beginning? What do you mean? Didn't you have a problem with the way he draws the legs? The thing is, like, no, I had a problem. Like, I remember there was like this color spread where, like. Yeah. 
I mean, th- I think it's just a natural thing. Serata like wears like six inch heels in combat. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. Is that that's what it was? Yeah, and I'm like, like, why do you draw them this way? <laughs> that's highly <laughs> impractical. <laughs> that's what happened. Okay, it's so easy to not draw them that way. His characters look good. She they looks do. nice here. No, I, no, no. I, I wanted to laugh just because I thought about like le- he. All right, it's the leg. All right, it's not that the legs are drawn bad. That's not what's funny. It's that they're drawn very sexy, and they're this they is are a right. You can. This. Yeah, that too. I guess I forget that part. <laughs> but uh, that's so a he. No, but even. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, even if she was of of mature age of twenty, like if she was twenty five and thriving, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, it's just like very sexy. Like I don't know something about the kneecaps. It's drawn well. Yeah, no, it's almost too well. Hey, technically, on a technical level, it's drawn well. <laughs> Uh, yeah, overly sexy legs. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> this is Boruto chapter 67, Rift. Uh, last we left off, Boruto was completely and, dist- and uh, utterly annihilated. <laughs> He's dead. It's over for him. No more Boruto. This now is Kawaki, Naruto Next Generations. Uh, Naruto is just like, Boruto, what's, this can't be happening. He's just holding his son with a hole. It's, with a hole in his chest, uh, and Kawaki is just like, had to be done. You just stand there like, hmm, shouldn't have gotten taken over by an alien parasite. Hey, he said it. No. <laughs> Code is, uh, Code gives the same reaction that I gave. Yeesh. <laughs> Damn. Uh, Ada's just like, uh, I think this is beyond yeesh, Code. I like this, <laughs> that little exchange for a second. Mm-hmm. Because it was very realistic. It was like, God damn. I said, listen, you fucking edgelord. This is a big deal, right? <laughs> Don't just shoo this off like it's not. It is. It I, is. I know you like to feign emotion, but this is a big deal. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, and, uh, you fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, Code takes it in stride for the fact that like his god was killed. Uh, he's just like, well, an L's an L. Uh, you know, you can't win every week. I mean, his, 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 his perpendicular goal... His adjacent, his goal adjacent is to eliminate the leaf <laughs> village and stuff, right? <laughs> uh, that's the title of this episode. <laughs> I gotta write that. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> Damn it! Uh, okay, wait. No, yeah, he is. He is kind of. He's like, "Damn, who would have thought the Kawaki would have? Uh, who would regain? Would regain karma? Much less kill Boruto. It's the equivalent of like." You know, like a sports conference after where there's like sometimes the defense makes good plays too. <laughs> you know, they get paid too over there, and you know we got to come back, watch film, get mm-hmm. better. Yeah, you know they. <laughs> yeah, it's a great way to put it. Uh, and uh, yeah, so you know, there's nothing to do. They got to retreat. Uh, and uh, Ada's just like, don't even think about using Kawaki for the sacrifice. And Coach's like, man, I can't. We can't. We'll talk about this when I get home. Right. He's like, yeah, I'm. I'm not trying to hear that right now, but I, <laughs> yeah, I mean, shit's I also dire. don't want to be killed by this little boy. So yeah, so you know, he kicks Shikamaru disrespectfully. Do you not know who that is? Or at least he doesn't kill him. He I had know. no reason to keep him alive. No, I if just, only he knew how smart this guy was. Yeah, I'm just like, yo, that was the best character in his day. Don't uh, don't disrespect Shikamaru. Um, so yeah, he tries to shri- uh, jump into his uh, f- Ferragamo belt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> portal thing uh but kawaki shrinks them to microscopic slot sides and uh kawaki just lands flat on his ass he gets blue skied by kawaki yeah 
He just lands on nothing. He's, he's like, what the fuck? And he, he sh- like, what did you say? He, he said he shrunk it, right? He yeah, he shrunk, shrunk the belt so that he couldn't fit through them. And I was like, damn, that's smart. Yeah. All right, Kawaki. That was like probably the coolest application of the eye technique. Yeah. This big- is the first time I was like, ooh, that was a nice eye technique. Like, but- <laughs> which is a big deal. Nice I'm super te- jaded on that regard <laughs> in all of Naruto Barotoverse. Yeah. Ni- nice nice eye technique, bro. Yeah. That was sick. <laughs> I like that. Don't care for the design too much. but Yeah. I mean, the- and by the way, we know that they're not belts. He calls them claw marks. Yes, yes, But guys. they look They're like- belts. It's they a leather look- fucking belt they with studs on it. What do you want us to say? We're not going through this again. Yeah. We're- I just wanted to let you know because there's new people every every month. We just want to let you know. We know they're not belts. Don't add us. But they look like belts. Did Kishimoto say they weren't? Did he specifically ever say that they were not belts? Technically, I mean, he calls them claw marks. <laughs> Technically. Hey, I, I want them to be belts as much as you do, buddy. All right. Well, I don't know what type of marks leave studs behind and leather, <laughs> but sure. Okay. Well, we don't know the material is leather. I, it is objectively <laughs> leather and studs. There's no fucking way. Oh my god! Anyway, we can't we can't be on this for too long. We we've, we've already talked about it. Anyway, so Kawaki is just menacingly walking towards him, and he's like, "I, you're you're you seems you don't get it. You're in no position to arrogantly talk about other people's fates." Ooh, put yeah. that boy in his place. <laughs> yeah, uh, he says, "I'll eliminate anyone who threatens Lord Seven's life." <laughs> Yo, Daddy <He's-> Seven. <laughs> <laughs> Papa Seven Yo, he's will not dead be ass about that. I'll even kill my own brother. No, I, I fucks with Kawhi. I'm not even going to hold you. in my way. I'm going to fucking kill everybody. Yeah, no, he's dead <laughs> ass. Like, I like that because he... No, I'm going to say it now. No, I like that because he... um he Naruto dead ass brought him in and Kawaki's not that stupid. He was emo, sure. Hard to trust, Sure. But eventually, he was like, nah, man, this dude really cares about me. He made a difference in my life, and I'm going to fucking kill anyone that threatens this guy. Yeah. I respect bow, that. Bow, bow. I think that's mad cool. I don't... I, this is... Kawaki's on the incline right now. Uh, in, yes, incline. Decline is down. Incline. Kawaki, I feel like there's nobody in Naruto in Naruto, in Boruto, that is more ride or die for Naruto than Kawaki right now. As of right this moment? Yeah. <laughs> Kawaki's yeah, I don't think there's a single one. person who 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 has the same level of commitment to Naruto. Just, not Hinata. Um, not even Hinata. Not <laughs> well, anymore. Hinata maybe. Nah, I think Hinata. not like she used to, man. I, I bet she wouldn't die for him anymore. Yeah. I mean, you know. She's, she's like, Naruto don't give a fuck about me or my family. He's always out there doing Hokage shit. <laughs> he never spends any time. We don't have a scene together, really. No, they don't. <laughs> Got me here cooking. We can't even get three to the last. Yeah, that was a whole yeah. movie, but that was it. That was it. And also, it's just like got me a Huga here cooking and cleaning. I'm a Huga, bro. She don't pull up with the Biakungan and box somebody the fuck out and sever <laughs> all their chakra links just for the one time. I'm, I'm. Well, I'm gonna be more disappointed than I already am. Agreed, honestly. Um. Anyway, Ko tries to do some stupid shit, but Kawaki puts him in his place real fast, socks him real hard, and Ko's like, "He's ugh, there's no way I'm winning. This is it." Yeah, he says that. Yo, he just <laughs> Kawaki got way stronger than Code real quick. Yeah, and he's like, "I'm out. I gotta get the fuck out of here, dude." Um. 
And uh, meanwhile, Shikamaru runs over to Bor- Naruto and is like, Naruto, are you okay? And then he sees Boruto on the ground. And he's like, oh, sh- dude, keep yourself together, bro. Come on, man. I know I know you're in pain, but the battle's not over yet. You could still die here. Just keep your wits about you. Um, Kabuki and Code continue their battle uh, as uh, Shikamaru is like, we got to go help him. Let's go. And um, Naruto is still like he's just mourning it. His son, he just doesn't know what to do. Um, and Shikamaru is just like, Boruto chose himself, chose himself. He has no time. There's no time to lose your grip. He chose this, but we got to keep going right now. We can mourn later. Um, this is crazy. We cut back to Kawaki's battle, uh, and Kawaki seems to have code on the ropes. He does, he's about to do like a ba- like a beam, just like yeah, a yeah, chakra beam, yeah, ninja beam, you know. And then code reaches into his head belt. And <laughs> and then all of a sudden the chi beam that he's about to like blast out is immediately reflected on Kawaki. I knew what time it was immediately. Uh, I forgot actually. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh until shit. they showed him. Yeah, this is actually a pretty crazy thing art wise. Like it's very abstract, you know, in a way. He pulls Daemon out of his head to re- to use his technique to like reverse uh, the chi blast onto. Uh, Kawaki send him flying um, and Damon's like whoa where am I he didn't even realize he got pulled through and he did the whole reflection thing <laughs> um, so Kawaki's just like uh, coach is just like uh, you did your thing thank you guys thank you for showing up I'm gonna stuff you in my head belt now <laughs> uh, get right back in here yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah Ada basically, uh, oh, Kawaki take uh, Code takes Kawaki's pulse real fast using the belts, and he's like, "Relax, he's alive." Yeah, he's good. All right, all right. Before I like young. how he checks real quick. He's like, <sighs> "Okay, <All> he's right. <laughs> okay." <laughs> like, yeah, he's like, "Don't worry, he's okay." Um, and so he's just like, "I, I hate to admit it, but I don't stand a chance against you right now, Kawaki." As Kawaki lays <laughs> on Dan there dead hey, to by be his fair, feet, I like I. I liked it. Yeah, he's just like I can't. I can't fight you right now, bro. He's like, yeah, I got lucky there. You ain't know what I was about to. Yeah, I like that. I like. And I can't kill you right now, so you know I got to get my limiters released, and then it's over for you. Uh, <laughs> and that little, that little mm-hmm. fucking kid. Yeah, that <laughs> stupid little kid. <laughs> uh, so you know he he disappears using his belt, <laughs> and um, <laughs> at this point, uh, Jigamaro looks over to Naruto and is like. Yeah, we need to figure out what to do with this kid. And Naruto's like, what you mean? He's like, he just killed your son. He's killed his own comrade. We can't, we can't like, just do nothing. Right. And uh, Naruto's just like, what? So we just drive him off because he's too much for us to handle? Uh, and Shikamaru's actually like, no, yeah. nigga. I'm saying that he's, 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 he's wilding. He just killed, <laughs> he just, he almost killed three people. Just to get, just, you know, to do what he wanted. Like, that's not okay. It's not, yeah. it's not the Konoha way. Yeah, but Naruto is just like, hey, Boruto considers Kawaki a brother. He's practically part of my family. No matter what he does or what anyone says, if he's family, I can't stand by at a time like this. Who's going to take his side? Um, and, um, yeah. At that point, as they're about, things are about to get heated in this argument, uh, we see a hand pull up, and Boruto's alive. Shock of all shocks. Uh, I, I was actually surprised. 
I'll say this. I uh, was surprised in how he actually lived. Mm-hmm. But uh, we'll get into that. Um, you know, Boruto gets up. He's like, huh, you think I'm a dad? <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> Naruto's looking at him like, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Most people do. <laughs> uh, but, you know, he hugs his son. Uh, and um, Boruto rips off his shirt. And there's no hole to be found at all. And uh, at that point, that's when Momoshiki's visage pulls up. And he's like, what did you do? And uh, this is pretty crazy. I'm going to kind of explain it in uh, a short amount of time. But basically, Momoshiki resuscitated Boruto uh, as the karma was just kind of like, like Boruto's infected with his karma. So it was slowly taking over his body more and more. Um, He had he was basically 82 percent done taking over Boruto's body. Um, And. his resurrection would be pretty would finally be possible when the 18% finally got in him but now Boruto was in critical condition and was on death's door which is very bad for Momoshiki right because if Naruto dies Momoshiki dies essentially so you know he was stuck between a rock and a hard place and he's just like all right at least I guess this way maybe I won't be 100% dead there's still a way yeah, so he fused the last 18% into Boruto's data, or I guess DNA at this point, and now he cannot resurrect entirely. So That's the gist of it. Yeah. Now, in order for Momoshiki to heal Naruto, he had to it they had right. They had to <laughs> to forego their resurrection um at least for the like the planned resurrection cuz you know, because again, like we said, if Naruto if Naruto would have died then and there, it would have been over for Momoshiki for 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 their essence to come back. Yeah. Now, Momoshiki may not be able to revive it. You know, based the way he was, you know, the way Boruto was brought back to life. But you know, you never know what could happen in the future. At least, they, at least Momoshiki's still around. Yeah. And living, and you know, like still conscious within him. Yeah, in some fashion or another, he's basically new Kuruma. Um. Where he's just going to be inside Boruto's body. I imagine. Who's Kuruma? Ninetail Fox. Ah, yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. So, you know. Essentially. That's a good way to tie up that thing, honestly. Yeah. Uh, he's basically saying, um, all right, well, you know, don't be too excited about this, though. If you die next time, I won't be able to save you. All right. So- and, and you're ready. You're, you're right. You're yeah. at ideal human ripeness. Shout out to the... <laughs> you like that? Yeah. yeah. It's a good one. Yeah. He's at ideal um, Otsusuki ripeness. So, yeah. um, you know, he's ready to get fed. Where I guess before he was only 82% ready to get fed. Yeah. Now he's 100%. Yeah. Among- as soon as they find you, they, they can feed you immediately. Yeah. So, so you know. But you but karma's all yours. And you don't got to worry about me taking over. That's, that's what this was. That's what it all boils down to. We don't have to worry about Momoshiki taking over anymore in the rest of the series until they reintroduce that as a problem again. Yeah. Do whatever means. So, yeah. yeah. Cool. Pretty yeah. interesting stuff. And I think the same is for Kawaki because that's his karma now. Yeah. It's not definitely so- his. Yeah. Not something else's. I mean, he had his own karma to begin with, right? No. It was it was Ishiki's karma and then Ishiki died. And then Amato used, like, basically made it so that he could still use Ishiki's powers without having Ishiki within him. Right. Alive. Whatever. And however he did that. Like he's completely matter. gone whereas Momoshiki here is at least partially at least partially there. Around. Right, right. Okay. Okay. Um 
But yeah, basically Boruto is just like, hey, you told me that uh, those blue eyes shall eventually take everything from you. Is this what you meant? And um, Momoshiki smiles like, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> <laughs> this is just the tip of the iceberg. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot more series to this. Yeah. <laughs> Way more serialization. Yeah. <laughs> We're not ending anytime soon. So, you know. Yeah, he's he's excited. He's like, ha you will be truly in a shitty position in one day. Ha ha ha. Ha 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 ha. Fuck you, Baruto. Yeah, <laughs> fuck you. Fuck your little ass for <laughs> ingesting my karma. And nearly dying, forcing me to fucking eliminate myself from the equation forever. Yeah, he's, he's bad, but at least he, he's, he can, you know, leave Baruto with some uh, fear. Yeah. Um, All right. Basically, back to Code. The chapter ends with Code and Ada talking about what just happened there. Uh, and they're like, Amada's being protected in the middle of Kon- Konoha where you have no belts. <laughs> uh, oh, well, she says, well, you don't yeah, have to call yeah. them. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. I just call it belts. I'm I was about to be like, whoa. Whoa, he said that. No. Confirmed. <laughs> he says, don't you. And uh, Code's like, don't you worry. I've already taken measures. Is there going to be a belt on Shikamaru? Yeah, he 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 hit he touched his neck. Remember, he he left something on him. Yeah, he left a little belt mark. Yeah, but it can't be that small because remember, if it's too small, he can't go through it. He needs one stud. He only needs one stud to teleport. Okay, so okay, it can only be that size. It mm-hmm. it could be tiny. Um, but that was Boruto. Uh, Josh, what did you think about this chapter? <laughs> I don't have any additional thoughts. <laughs> Did you watch I mean, it all was <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Um, I oh oh okay. You know, this is this was actually a really good chapter. Um, you know, obviously, World Trigger was my favorite of the week, but this one deserved the honorable mention because um, I think when when Shikumaru was pleading with Naruto to snap back into it and to get over the death of his child <laughs> it felt really it felt real that's why i was surprised that naruto came back because the dialogue between them was 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 really well executed in my opinion because shikamaru he's not someone that doesn't care mm-hmm. and naruto knows this they're really close friends he he knows more than anybody else how much he cares you know naruto cares about his son but shikamaru is also you know he's an intelligent guy and he's trying to explain to him like listen yo shit is still very real you you can't break down over your son right now especially who's dead already (laughs) like Mm -hmm. we need you to be the hokage and do shit and help out kawaki or something yeah you know shit is out of hand and naruto couldn't because he's a fucking human and it's it's tough Mm -hmm. and i got it and i it was it was good writing definitely kudos kudos that's why i was surprised i was i was i know boruto was coming back i just didn't think it was gonna be in this chapter like that yeah yeah definitely. but they made it work i like I liked how both Naruto, Boruto, and Kawaki now have gone through things to where the karma is their own. Mm-hmm. You see, even even the series like Boruto took their time to develop certain <laughs> things. Let's not go down this when they road. didn't have to. They definitely didn't have to, and I wouldn't have cared. But I'm willing to admit that I think it was well done. You know, the road to them having unhi- uninhibited karma. Yeah, definitely makes sense. Yeah. Um, Brian, what did you think about this chapter? I really like this chapter. I feel like the... Like Josh talked about, the Naruto, Shikamaru, and Baruto whole thing was pretty interesting. I remember when I was reading it, I was a little surprised 
by how like I, it sounds weird to say it, but I was a little surprised of how overwhelmed Naruto was. You know, mm. because Naruto's been through a lot. Like he managed to stay composed after Pain literally nuked Konoha one time, you know? Like I think he pulled so, up after. But huh? I mean, I think he pulled up after the city got nuked, but fair yeah. enough. Fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, but I mean still, point still like, stands. No, no, for sure. I just yeah. Man, like Naruto has been through a lot. Like maybe, you know, of course, like losing your son is like a, a probably a completely different level, it's but new. it's definitely it's new. It's still like it's still like damn. Like he was really taken out of, yeah. of, of that situation and um kind of leaves me wondering like <clears throat> how vulnerable like Naruto just keeps getting more and more vulnerable as the series goes on. Um, They've done a good I job of doing that. This too. is a good sign for him. Sorry. Yeah. No. Yeah. Naruto has been. I mean, you know, you, uh, you've got to. They've they've had to nerf the adult characters to uh, such a large degree in order to like you know really give the spotlight to the younger characters. So um, I don't know if it's just like I guess looking at it from that lens of like mechanics, like narrative mechanics like that. Maybe that's why. And, you know, it honestly also does make sense. That's his kid. I mean, I think, like, none of us are parents, so we couldn't understand how that would feel. But, like, watching your son die, especially so young, like, Naruto, like, Boruto's, like, 13 or something. So, that's got to really fuck with you. And you're probably not going to be in the any mood to blitz, <laughs> you know, anybody and fight anybody in that very moment. Right. Like, even Luffy, when Ace died, you know, he couldn't move for, like, days. Um, but you know, uh, I also really like this chapter. Um, this is a really good chapter of Boruto, I think. Um, I wanted to ask times do you hear that. Yeah. No, I mean, you know, it's fine. It's a fine series overall, but this is a really good one. And, um, I, I wanted to pose this question because there is that theory prevailing, uh, you know, thinking about like that first, like Boruto is Boruto going to end up being the bad guy. And I wonder if Momoshiki being taken off the table kind of like nukes that theory into oblivion <laughs> because how many more, uh, how many reasons will Boruto have to turn traitor? You know, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm not saying it still can't happen at all. I think like it's, it could definitely still happen, but I'm wondering, it's like, Hmm, I feel like he heard us all theorizing and he wanted to be like, no guys, for sure. It's not Momoshiki. <laughs> You know what? Um, I'll tell you this. I agree with you. I, I, I feel like at first I was going to say that Momoshiki being gone almost strengthens the theory that Boruto, because like now it's like there's going to be something else that happens that leads to him. You know, yeah. what I'm it kind of makes it more clear and more of his agency. If yeah, it's yeah, not. yeah. But you know what? Now that I think about it, I really think Kawaki's going to be the bad guy. What did Kawaki said? You what? Remember, like I don't care some, what you do. I don't care who it is. I'm gonna kill anybody. No, 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 no. Oh, well, yeah, that's, that's a good point. I was gonna say that after the fact, but in the beginning, what did he say to Nor Boruto? Something about he said, the Hokage, I'm send right? You where I sent the seven, or something like he that. He said, "Wait, Kawaki said that to Boruto." Yeah, in the very yeah. beginning. But you're talking about that scene where they're older, right? Yeah, yeah. Kawaki said, "I'm gonna send you to where I sent your father, or where where I sent Lord Seventh." So obviously, it's Kawaki's going to be the bad guy. 
Well, right. A lot of people are thinking that, like, well, when that happened, people, I thought it was Bar. Everyone's making it seem like Baruto was the one that said that shit. Well, because like we're thinking of it being a twist, uh, where like Kawaki is actually a good guy and Boruto isn't. No, that's the twist. Because right now Kawaki is a good guy, and I think what we're gonna see is how good and how the road to hell is paved with good intentions. Yeah, I yeah. think that's his character arc. Yeah, I mean, come on. Think. Do you really expect more out of them than that? I don't know. All right. I don't even mean to put that in a negative light. I think it just lines up perfectly with what's going on now. It makes so much more sense that now it's going to be about, like, how does Kawaki go from this to that? And we can see it now. He's, he's even though he has redeeming qualities and cares about the people who, you know, who, who looked out for him, he'd probably go through extreme extents, and those extreme extents would probably lead to other poor decisions so we'll yeah. see we'll see that's my guess yeah i think you could say that for either of them you know uh, fair yeah that's what's interesting i mean i that I, that's what i'm trying to say here i think it's interesting that they kind of took that off the board so that now it has to be through both of their choices if either of them turns out to be the actual villain in this right. uh by the end uh which is obviously a better storyline um in theory you want it to be um you want you want your characters to have agency in general. Like too much influence, outside influence over your characters is not a great thing. You never want your character to be evil because somebody is controlling them. Right. So you know that's just like a less interesting story. But I well, agree. there's there's one thing that we kind of have to realize is that Nar Boruto is officially not human anymore. That's true. He is like, not so super. Oh, he's a whole alien now. Yeah. Yeah. So he's Kawaki officially to like 100 percent alien. Um, so maybe now he'll, there's, there might be some changes that come along with that men, like, uh, like, you know, like, cause Otsutsuki, they have, they have a code of life, you know, a code, a code of honor and stuff like that when it comes to survival and the spread of their, of their, of their race. Mm -hmm. So you never know what else could happen. Like with to Baruto now that he's one hundred percent not human anymore, you know. Outside of what we already seen and and whatever plans you know, uh, um, a code in them have right, like just regular Otsutsuki biological stuff. Like maybe he'll react yeah. with the environment in a certain way, or a certain chakra things will be weird. Chakra comes from them, right? That was what that was kind of the point. Uh, I think chakra. I don't think it comes from them, but they use they use chakra to expand their empire or something like that. Like that's what the tree that's what the tree is for, right? Isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I think like, the tree like bears the fruit of chakra. So, yeah, that was going to be something there. That was like a lore thing from like Naruto that I. Forgot because I haven't read Naruto in a minute. No, I just wanted to 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 be. I just wanted to make sure that was the case. That because if chakra comes from them, it makes sense that things would work weird around them. You know, they would react to it. Yeah, yeah. Good chapter. Really good chapter Definitely. from Boruto. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you guys have any more thoughts before we move onward? Negative. <laughs> Brian. Nah. All right. Cool. Then let us move onward. Dragon Ball Super. Super. This is Dragon Ball Super Chapter Super. 81, Goku's Conflict. Uh, <laughs> Yo, yeah, Goku's Conflict, all right. Yeah, definitely. Not Vegeta's. I mean, 
Yeah, I mean, it's no longer Vegeta's conflict. Vegeta has actually uh, removed himself from the conflict. <laughs> himself! And, and, and then Toriyama was like, so it wasn't me, it was yeah. Vegeta himself. Yeah, so. well, we'll get into it. Um, <laughs> last we left yeah. off, Goku, I mean, not Goku, Gas has given himself his ultimate temple teeth form, and now he's super duper extra powerful. <laughs> Um, so, you know, he's, he's unbeatable now. And, uh, he uses, uh, <laughs> conquerors hockey real fast to scare Goku and Vegeta. Uh, Vegeta immediately is like, damn. No. <laughs> he, <laughs> he formed, yeah, yeah. He made his decision right now. Right he's like, oh, I'm not doing this shit. I know what happens. Um, <laughs> oh my God. Then the coldest shit I've ever seen pulls up. Oh my oh, god! I wasn't. I. I. All right. I, I. You know how I wasn't ready for this because as it was happening, I was not reacting to it until it wrapped up. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, <laughs> this thing just violated. Go ahead. Okay, so Granola pulls up. He's like, "Eric, you think he's gonna do something?" But then Alec teleports. Yeah, goes to hit. He. Uh, what's his name? Alec. 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 Yeah. Alec yeah. is the leader guy. Yeah. 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 Oh no, he teleports Alec away. He can like transmit his instant transmission on people without touching them. Okay, so yeah, he Granola goes to knock out Elec and Gas uses instant transmission on Elec to transfer him away from Granola. That was pretty fucking crazy. Yeah. And then uh Alec is like without huh. touching him. Yeah. You you usually need to be touching somebody to teleport with them, like Goku. Yeah, like Goku. Okay. Um, but yeah, he <laughs> Alec is all calm, cocky now. He's like, "Didn't you? Didn't anyone teach you not to throw punches at your employer?" <laughs> I'm like, "All right, Alec, I guess." <laughs> uh, oh my God, he gets okay. So he does his little gun thing, right? That's when Gas comes in and breaks his forearms. Kicks it from from below, <laughs> dude. It's like snaps. wrong one. This God, one. Snaps oh, that easy whole, money. Blah, snaps these. This part snaps yeah. upwards. Oh my God! Hit, look at his face. He's like, whoa! Can't believe his arms broke. He's supposed to be the strongest person in the unit. Well, second strongest. Guy. Yeah, he's like, whoa! <laughs> uh, and then he blinds him. With the fucking two finger blast, yeah, he's just two little laser beams from two. his fingers. And then Alec pulls up with the fucking gun and shoots him from behind. With a space gun. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Just like standing there like, hmm, see a granola. Bang. Uh, and that's it. Uh, I guess this one gets the, the ass whooping of the week. Yeah. I mean, Cole got his ass beat, but man, granola got worked mad <laughs> quick. God damn! Like dude. the whole situation reversed on him. He went. <laughs> he thought he was getting a sneak hit on Alec, only for Alec to get the sneak shot off of him at the end. My God, this is one of the coldest fucking like Scarface moments. <laughs> the gun is unnecessary. <laughs> like, make him blast him at least. He said, "I don't even need to use ka." Ka. <laughs> it goes bang. Kawaki, uh, not Kawaki. Um, Goku and Vegeta are stunned. Whoa. I haven't seen an ass whooping this bad since Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen it since like Android 18 really gave it to Vegeta. Oh, <laughs> man. Yeah. <laughs> Top 50 for sure. Yeah. Vegeta's like, that could have been me. <laughs> that could have 
Timothy. Jesus. Yeah, that's exactly what he thinks. Yeah, he knows. This is yeah. You know what? I made a mistake. He was considering it before. This was the moment it became a reality. He's like, uh, uh-uh, uh, not Th- me. This is no longer my fight. This arc is no here's longer my about en- my development. Here's Goku? my energy, Goku. Take it. <laughs> yeah. Here's the here's the uh, you, the pseudo sensu revival. Yeah. Uh, save us all. You do Please. it. You like fighting, right? Get it. Yeah. <laughs> solve this. Solve the problem, please, Goku. Uh, Surpass your limits, please, because Lord knows I won't. <laughs> yeah, uh, Toriyama's not going to give me a W here, uh, so you take it on. Absolutely not. And Goku's like, okay. He goes Super Saiyan Blue. He no, yeah, he doesn't even debate with him. He does. He's like, hey, Vegeta, why did you do that? He's like, Kakarot, I'm not taking this L. I'm oh. not taking L's any further. I've taken enough L's. Like I said, do something about that scumbag. <laughs> So yeah, Vegeta, uh, Goku goes off to fight. Uh, he does a cool ass fucking parkour yeah. kick. I really like this. I thought it was cool too. Yeah, it was a cool panel. He came in like, Wah! and uh, Gas is like, you've broke free of my hockey. I you, see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My good, spell. Good on you. So uh, I guess magic is is a, is like super effective against Saiyan Sue the same way it is against Kryptonians. I guess. Like yeah. Superman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know. Alec is like, now that you know our plan, we can't let you live. Kill him, Gas. And he's like, cool. He does like a big spiky block thing, materializes that, uh, tries to Green squish- Lantern constructs. Yeah, just decides to squish Goku with all of these rocks. <laughs> these uh, Spike- constructs. Spiky Spiky rock, rock things. things. Yeah. Uh, then Alec, uh, no, Gas just like starts telekinetically picking up the ruins of uh, the planet Serial. Uh, and starts, which I guess is stronger than blast. I guess I'm, I'm gonna assume so since he's using those instead of just shooting energy beams from his hand. He hits him with a whole train. That's gotta hurt more than a energy blast from him. No, I mean I didn't say all that. I just no, said, but that's what I'm saying. Like why? I don't know. I do. I'm a, it's maybe nice it's that whole at. thing. Maybe it's that whole thing is just like mm, you're not taking this seriously. I want to fight. I want to fight you at your best. Why aren't you? Yeah, he basically questions him, like, why aren't you fighting with your full strength? Show me the extent of your strength. Mm. Um, and Goku is just getting worked a little bit. He's not. He's not winning. Yeah, he's like it's the best way. To Gas is like, I see not even a hint of fire in your eyes. Why? And I'm also like, yeah, why? Yeah, what's up, Goku? Yeah, I thought what you, you doing, would like. Bro? I thought you would be like excited about this. This is You're like Super Saiyan Blue right now. What's going on? Yeah, this is like your thing. You like to fight. And you're not in having a good time. Um, and Gas is just like, when it came to combat, your father's fierce resolve was like no other. I do not sense that from you. Are you truly his son? Ooh. And um, Goku's like, I hit my head when I was young and I lost all those memories. So I don't remember anything about my dad. Um, and Gas is like, mm. okay. Well, I guess I could kill you then. I'll drown you. <laughs> Right, kind of wet with the nap, a wet napkin for that situation. Like, oh, you, oh. you don't care about your dad and stuff. All right, yeah. Well, I guess I'll just kill you now. Yeah, he starts like drowning him. Uh, Goku tries to do a blast, but uh, he does like a uh, reverse oh. airbender thing. Yeah, it's pretty sick, actually. Uh, blast Goku out of the water, literally. Um, and um. He's like, I see now. That explains how you people keep recovering after enough time has passed. Uh, and he looks over. He sees uh, the Namekian uh, 
surrogate Namekian father (laughs) just healing Granola. And uh, Goku's like, Granola, you're not dead. Uh, And so Gas is like, all right, I'll kill this guy. He can't be healing you. Monaito. So he dashes after Monaito. And that's when Goku finally gets off his ass and starts doing stuff. Uh, He grabs uh, Gas and teleports him away. Um, He teleports him to a different planet entirely where Jocko is. Uh, Did you read the entire series? Yeah. Am I missing out? Why? On Jocko? Oh, no. You didn't read that? No, you don't need to read Jocko. But you read the entire... I read read half of it. Oh. Yeah, yeah. He was kind of a lead up to Dragon Ball Super. See, that's what I didn't know. Yeah, yeah, he's he's around. And I remember asking Chris, I was like, "Oh, does this mean like Dragon? Is this like like a Dragon Ball Z thing?" And he was like, "No, it's just loosely related." Yeah, don't worry about it. And what happened? Turn into Dragon Ball Super. Hey, I yeah, can't. But he, I, I can't he's not the, the most important character in the series. <laughs> like, no, he's, he's not, bro. They had a whole. Se- All right, let me stop. I don't care about Jack. <laughs> he was no Jacko was more of a gag manga, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, so it was. Really uh, it was a prequel to Dragon Ball. Actually, he came to Earth when like Bulma was a baby. Oh, his adventures was with her older sister. Ah, um, so Jack was like a like a grandfather to Goku. Yeah, he's an old man. Yeah, um, but yeah, Goku pulls up with gas, and uh, he starts. And uh, Goku, Goku's instant transmission, it it helps when he can lock onto somebody's uh, energy signal. So he basically found Jocko nearby and teleported to where he was, uh, in a split second. So, you know, he's like. Hmm, I bet you can't do this shit better than I can, this instant teleportation thing. And Gas is like, yes, I can. And uh, they start fighting for a while on this planet, but then Goku teleports again, and Gas follows him, I imagine. So Goku makes a point to say, I've been practicing this shit for, for all my life. You know what I'm saying? It gotten better and better. And I guess through them fighting and teleporting around, Goku, I don't think he admits that his is as good, but it's good enough. Where he can, and so he says, "Oh, like I wonder if you could follow me around." Yeah. So yeah, it's, this is interesting. Yeah, that's where the chapter leaves off. Um, Josh, what are your thoughts? Mm, this nigga got did real greasy. <laughs> yeah, uh, he granola. Did. I mean, we, I, his character has gone up and down as far as me like liking him. You know. Yeah. I really didn't care about him at first, but you know, um, I warmed up to him. I didn't want to see him get his ass beat like that, you know? Yeah. He deserves to have the finishing blow in this situation. He does. I, I think so, too. But he got, my opinion. He got molly whopped, as Brian would like to say. Yeah, and he's going to die pretty soon, too. Yeah, he's being he used healed. up mad of his oh, like, yeah, that's true. He's <laughs> lifespan. He's got like three years left. Yeah, something like that. Um, um, You know, I, cool fight. I, R.I.P. Vegeta fans. Um... <laughs> Let's see Goku surpass his limits yet again. Yeah. Brian, what did you think? This chapter. Um, you what? I, you cut like, out for a second. Huh? What did you think about the chapter? You cut out for a second. Like, I like this chapter. Um, I think it's they're making it a point that... I think what they're going with with this story is that you can't wish for success. Yeah. You kind of have to get it yourself. Like, Because this is the second time that... Um, that like either Vegeta or Goku have like been fighting them and been like you're still too green bitch I'm way more experienced than you fuckhead <laughs> like that like they basically both have said the same shit along the lines while fighting these guys who wish their their, their power yeah um so I think Goku is kind of 
leading him on right now is what I think. Yeah. He's just going to keep teleporting him around and shit and, uh, you know, showing his experience as a fighter and stuff. And who knows, maybe we'll, maybe Goku will discover something about himself in this fight. Cause that's what it seems like they're leading up to. Um, because gas keeps bringing up Bardock. Yeah. Like he's next level, which is weird because Goku is probably the strongest Saiyan to ever exist. Right. Yeah. The so second why the super fuck? Saiyan, right? Yeah. Why does yeah. gas hold him to such a high standard? In comparison to Goku, who's literally, you know, way, way stronger than that. I'm hoping so, that it's a, uh, just piggybacking over what you're saying, I'm hoping it's a matter of technique. Like, maybe there was a certain way Bardock fought, like a like maybe a certain saying fighting style that maybe Goku could learn some way or another, like, do this fight. But I really think it's going to be more of just his attitude and his and yeah his attitude. Just I think it's like justice, an which is lame because <laughs> that's not going to make that's gonna, it's not going to translate to Goku learning something new. I mean, he already has that attitude when he fights; he just doesn't have it at the moment mm-hmm. for some weird reason. Yeah. Well, I think he's say I think he's trying to keep himself under control emotionally so that he can access oh, right. Ultra Instinct. He does he have he. Can he use Ultra Instinct while he's using the Super Saiyan modes, or or it's some, supposed to be something completely separate? He hasn't done. He hasn't combined Saiyan, Super Saiyan, and Ultra Instinct yet. Oh, so that's what he's going to. He's so he's struggling with using Ultra Instinct without the Super Saiyan by itself. But eventually, he wants to be able to use it with those forms. Is that kind of what he's working towards? I think he's. Well, just, I'm sure. He, I'm sure they'll combine it at some point, but. Right now, they're like two completely separate forms. Yeah, right. like Mas- Ultra Instinct and Super Saiyan are two completely different okay. fields. Yeah, he's right, just right. getting trying to get used to using it in and of itself right now. But um, Blue yeah, is higher than Red. Just right? learned how to master yeah. it, how how to use mastered Ultra Instinct, and that alone is really hard for him to balance. Yeah, definitely. Um, what are those your thoughts? That's it, Brian. Or do you have anything else? Good chapter. Uh, hopefully Vegeta does something next chapter. <laughs> come on, Brian. Come on. You know, let's not break our own hearts here. Yeah, you playing yourself, Brian. It's <laughs> over. It's over. Wait to the next nah, arc. I'm sure he's gonna save Granola. Okay. He's gonna do like a like a one on four against the heaters. All right. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm sure that's what they're gonna do. Well, I hope so. Um, I also I also like this chapter quite a bit. I think. Uh, yeah, Brian hit the nail on the head. This is this whole moral of this story is basically, you know, you can't there's no shortcuts in life, kid. You got to pick yourself up by your bootstraps and work hard. Yeah. <laughs> uh which, you know, it's a it's a good lesson. Um I think. Out, outside of the context of like, you know, real life, I guess. <laughs> no, just in general, if you want to do something that's like maybe not even systemically tied to anything. Oh, you know, I guess you, I, I You got to work hard. Let me rephrase that. Outside the context of 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 uh, of of like the political parts of it, yeah. All right, let's put it. Leave it at that. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I like this a lot. I mean, we 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 had a lot of fun with the Vegeta <laughs> nonsense, <laughs> but you know, it it, it is like kind of growth that Vegeta will just like easily give the power over to Goku, who he thinks will have a better chance, which is a big deal for Vegeta. You know, yeah. I I'm always just like taken aback by how much he's grown um but he's just been selfless this entire arc yeah so far yeah pretty much 
you know, I think like that's what Goku. There's there's this also philosophical thing. Goku's gonna like out teleport him a little bit because he has been he's been you know he's known instant transmission since after Frieza. So yeah. that's a long fucking time in terms of arcs and how long this story really is. Uh, you know, and it took him a long time to master it. So, you know, he knows all the ins and outs that are for real. All these guys, all gas sees it as, as a technique, not like as something to, you know, really hone and master because they think they've already mastered it. Right. So, you know, it's a, it's an interesting fight. Uh, I don't know how I feel really about like the Goku uh kind of not having the zeal for battle right now because that's kind of his thing <laughs> uh for better or for worse even there have been moments where like because goku loves battle more than his family at this point so i don't i don't buy it that he's just like kind of half-assing it here uh it i guess that felt like a mischaracterization maybe i could be wrong if you know if you have like an idea a better I understanding of it then i do please uh comment but I feel like this is a little inconsistent. You know what Goku, I? What I think I it might be is that he knows that this is someone, which is not even right. But th- he used the wish to to gain his status as to be a strong fighter. Mm-hmm. But Alec was someone that worked hard for his stuff anyway. Before that's what I got. He he didn't even want the wishes to fight. You know, he just wanted to fight. Yeah. So he doesn't. It's just weird. He doesn't strike me as the type of person that that needs to be taught that lesson or whatever but whatever yeah goku, i think that's why goku's probably not into it because he knows that this guy hasn't but he got into it with granola whatever yeah you know it's it's, it's a little off and maybe you know maybe next next month we'll get a little better understanding of goku's mindset at this particular time but let us know what you guys think in the comments uh as always uh and uh that was dragon ball super uh are we good to wrap it up Oh, yeah. Then uh, let's wrap it up. Uh, Thank you guys so much for listening. Again, uh, we are glad to be putting out a little bit more content. We've been putting out a lot of stuff lately, uh, and I'm actually kind of happy about it. We'll be back soon to cover the weekly series that come out on Sunday. Uh, uh, Tuesdays, we usually record, so give or take. So we'll be be back pretty soon. Uh, Until then... Uh, you can follow me at the Chris Espinal, uh, Brian at b.esp, Josh at JD Cole underscore 37 on Twitter, uh, on Instagram at NY Chillin' on Twitter. Uh, you can follow the show itself at New Jump City on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, follow us on Twitter, especially for the really good chapter of the week poll. We're going to be doing more of these, uh, <laughs> a monthly, a monthly one, uh, for the American comics. We'll, we'll, I'll step in my Twitter game a little bit, but um, yeah, let us know what you think there. Uh, subscribe to us on uh, YouTube. Give us a like. Give us a share. Give us a comment. Uh, help us get on this algorithm game, dude. Uh, you can f- subscribe to us also on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts in the audio landscape. Uh, we're The episode usually goes up first there, so subscribe to us on that. Uh, and I think that's it. Thank you guys so much for listening. Have a good weekend. And we'll see you soon, New Jump citizens. Peace out, guys. Thanks for listening. Jesus Christ cross. (laughs) Toriyama is Christian.